The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Coming down the aisle, it's time to farm. Who the hell are you to tell the chop anything? Yeah! He has broken it! And that's the bottom line. I've got the stop on profile like never before. Woo! Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with... Katie Dirks. What up, Katie? How you doing? Oh, I'm overcoming technical issues, but we are... We're back, baby. 2020 is the year of overcoming technical issues. We're all doing it. We're all Zooming. We're never never wearing pants again. I have decided this is the greatest time of all time to be alive. I mean, if there's any time... We all had to learn to work from home at some point. Absolutely. I've been, this is a dream come true. I've been wanting to work from home for a long time. Obviously, I'm still coming into the studio, although I did create a little bit of a, in my office, I created a small little camera setup. So I'll be on fans only. Oh. And it'll be, or only fans, whatever. Whatever. Either way, I'll be doing some cam work, which will be pretty exciting. Get after it. Yes. Speaking of sexy bods and cam work. Uh, We got a bunch of stuff to talk about when it comes to WWE, kind of veering into the political realm as well with Governor uh, DeSantis over there in Florida. Apparently professional wrestling, it's not, you know, yes, it might just be people going out there, kind of hitting each other, doing flips. We're checking out their butts. We're checking out their boobs. Sure. But did you know that's essential to our well-being? Perhaps you did not. The state of Florida has made professional wrestling, the WWE, an essential business. And this is one of those rare moments where I agree. I could not disagree more. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? You don't think, I mean, what's going to happen? We lose, right? next thing you know, you lose professional wrestling. Suicide rates go through the window. No one understands how to have fun or relate to their children. Now, all of a sudden, their kids are off. They're escaping. They're going to do God knows what on Skid Row in California. Uh, next, Maybe they're going to go and want to be rock stars, next thing you know, instead of professional wrestlers. I mean, here's the thing. They are athletes with all due respect, and I mm. appreciate everything they're contributing in the world right now. Um, they are not uh, essential workers. They are not saving lives, or they don't need to be out. And if anything, they're risking their own health and their family's health. Um, so this is the biggest crock of wrestling shit that I Whoa. have ever seen the WWE do. And I mean... And maybe they've done some terrible things. And I think if if you're watching Dark Side of the Ring, you Mm. are slowly being um, you're slowly seeing under, you know, 
how the sausage is made and how Vince has literally covered up murders. Well, of course, Jimmy Snuka, he was on the most recent Dark Side of the Ring. That that entire story is completely and utterly insane. I think he had a bit of a rage problem, maybe because of the amount of cocaine that he was doing. Also, maybe some mental health issues, given the head injuries over the years. Yeah, and uh, I don't want to lose track. I don't want to lose sight of what... Uh, I don't want to get too derailed, but I mean, this is just the once you start to kind of dig into the timeline of um, WWE being an essential being deemed essential workers is is just jaw dropping and compile that with everything that's happened today, which today the entire wrestling industry was turned upside down. Um, The timeline of all of this is is shocking. Obviously, so what happened, and again, we're not going to get too much into the political world. We do that on Abling Against Top Hat. This is all about wrestling. But today, it's a special day. Uh, Linda McMahon evidently gave around $18.5 million to a super PAC for Donald Trump's re-election campaign. Of course, DeSantis, he's now the governor over there. He won a very contested election, a close race. um, But he won by about 0.4% of the vote. Not necessarily a mandate. Nonetheless, because of the influx of cash going into the Trump campaign for his reelection, that may have swayed him to decide that the WWE is an essential business. But because of that, we have seen a massive purge of talent from the WWE. This has been one of the craziest weeks I can ever remember when it comes to the amount of wrestlers that are no longer under contract. It started, the news kind of trickled out with the revival. Um, and then it has gone on to countless names that we are going to get to here in a second. When it, what happened? Why are, why were we able to watch wrestling these past few weeks? As Katie is not, uh, Katie and I have been talking about, they were pre-recorded matches, right? Well, funny you mentioned that. So, this is this uh, like this is all part of this kind of fucked up timeline. Last week, Vince uh, pulls the plug on XFL, right? Right. They um, hemorrhage money, so it's gone. XFL is done forever again. It, it is done for yes, it is okay. done. They not have, not just the season, not just the season. The the entire it's a wrap on XFL. Oh XFL man! Well, you know, I was a done. big fan. I was a big fan of the Houston Roughnecks. I know, and I, they were undefeated. So as, as far as I'm concerned, they're, they're the XFL champions. I mean, they're the '72 Dolphins, right? Sure, why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> I'm not sure if the I'm not sure if the coach is going to open up a bunch of steakhouses. Although Don Shula's steak, pretty good. Shula's Shula's. Um, so uh, uh, last week, he says it's a wrap on XFL. Yes. Uh, on the 8th, April 8th, which is last week, um, their April 8th or 8th is uh, a d- the donation to the Super PAC. Okay. April 9th, uh, WWE is, a, is deemed an essential business. All right. And April 9th is also the same day as last Friday. This is uh, this is the same day they were supposed to record uh, th- either three to five weeks of uh, of of shows for Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Okay. So they were gonna up and, so on Friday they were gonna bank a ton of shows, um, and we were joking on last week's episode about how the nice thing about pre-recording all these shows is like maybe they'll finally have storylines that make sense. Sure. Vince can't rip up the script in the middle of the show. Um, <laughs> little, little did we know, uh, Vince can do whatever the fuck he wants, in, including 
<laughs> including being deemed essential workers. And in the middle of taping SmackDown last week, they ripped up the show. He said, fuck it, we're going live. And they wound up going. And now they're, they wound up getting uh, clearance to go live uh, starting Monday. Okay. Uh, this past Monday. Does that make sense? So a lot of people on social media have been up in, they, they've been upset. And obviously that's what happens on social media. But it does bring up a very important question when it comes to workers' rights. And when it comes to the workers of the WWE, basically, if they don't go in, they're going to be fired. They know that. And it seems as if a lot of wrestlers maybe had an issue with it. I don't know. I'm just speculating. Perhaps they had an issue with being forced to wrestle. And because of that, their contracts were done away with. They they were allowed to expire or not renewed. Is that safe to say? Because we can just go through some of these names here. We're not talking jobbers. I mean, these are some pretty... Yeah, these are- Nay, these are people that you're familiar Big with. Big names. Well, I don't know if there's. I can't. I, I can't confidently say there's a correlation. My friends that work there have been more emotional than anything else. Um, because today was it's well, like. What a, are your friends who? What are your friends who work there saying? Um, they've. They're all scared. Everyone's scared. They're scared to go into work. Um, they go to. They're not going to not go to work because this is the only company. This is the company. This is where you go to make your money. This is where you go to follow your dreams. Right. You're not going to not go. What's you're going to they're asking you to come into work. Very few people with very little to lose will will say fuck you. Yes. Um. The people the everyone under that line have been. Had, this is their dream. And they're saying, all right, you're going to come in on Friday. We're going to come in whenever you're going to record. Uh, you're going to record a few shows and then everyone's just going to hope for the best. Everyone's using air quotes, self-policing um, as far as like yes. quarantining and trying to stay safe and all that stuff. But like, this is like this. I mean, this is something I think that everyone should be mad about. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, it really is. A, it really is a fascinating turn of events uh, for the WWE. So just some of the names of people who are no longer with the WWE. They've been released. If you're AEW, this is a great week as far as I'm concerned because you could literally prop up, you could increase your roster by 30% with top talent. Right, but they're not, they can't record. Like, no one's shooting right now. No, but if these people, but I'm saying if these folks are released, and I know AEW isn't recording now, right. but just the way that Vince has handled this, I'm, I would go back. Oh, yeah. If I'm, for example, let's go through some of these names. Rusev. Rusev was involved, like it or not, in one of the largest storylines towards the end of 2019 and the beginning of 2020, of course, with Lana and Bobby Lashley, the wedding that wasn't, uh, where where Rusev pops out of a cake like a, like a, hungry, a Hungarian brute. Uh, Rusev is now gone. Mm-hmm. He is not going to be with the WWE any longer. He was a top-tier talent. You also have Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle is a guy who is the face of WWE, basically, mm-hmm. for a good 20 years. Um, so that release is completely insane. Then you also have one of my personal favorite dudes, Eric Rowan, who just had a massive push. I don't know if they were really going to push him too much further than what they did, but he, of course he had the spider in the cage that spit the mist. I don't know why it's a spider. They don't really spit mist. I don't think anyway, maybe they do, but you have just those three names alone, Angle, Rusev, and Rowan. Those are three top-tier guys. Obviously, Angle now a little bit older, but you would want him in your locker room because that dude's For a sure. goat. And Sarah, I mean, Sarah Logan just was in a WrestleMania match. 
or uh, uh, not a, sorry, not a WrestleMania match. What was the match? She was in the, the elimination, elimination chamber. chamber match, which was you know attempting to get her. Uh, a little bit more acclaim. Obviously, the entire point of the Elimination Chamber match was to put Shayna Baszler over, which is exactly what happened. Of, of course, the competition going on is is the money in the bank. Uh, everyone wants that amazing briefcase. They can cash it in against whoever they like and hopefully become a champion at a time where the champion is maybe down on their luck or perhaps after they just wrestled and they can get kind of a cheap win. Nonetheless, they sort of wrote Sarah Logan off with an arm injury, but she is now officially no longer with the WWE. And this has got, in my personal opinion, this has got to be a direct response to these people saying, you know what, dude, I love what we do and I love being a pro wrestler, but let's be honest. I was joking before as I, you know, as I said, it was an essential business. It really is not. Um, And I think maybe some of these people said, you know what? It's not worth it because we also lose no way. Jose, the WWE, that is also lose no way. Jose, Zack Ryder, who was just getting a massive push before this. Um, Mike Kanellis, Maria Kanellis, Primo. They're out on, uh, they're out on maternity leave. Oh, isn't that nice? That's Mm -hmm. cute. And as we talked about on last week's episode, EC3, the man that I, he's physically jacked, but I think his face is a little whack, but that's just me. (laughs) I think he's conventionally handsome. Uh, Yeah, I know what you, I know what you think, but he is also gone. So it is an insane amount of people. And uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Kurt Hawkins. Uh, and Drake Maverick, who is a fun little guy. Um, but yes, and Anderson and Gallows, of course, they just had a massive push uh, with being AJ Styles' number one goons. I am really, you look at what's going on here. Katie kind of broke down the timeline when the money was put in, when they were uh, officially a uh, in essential business. And you put that into the timeline and the perspective of all of these folks not having their contracts renewed or being released. Something tells me there was an inside conversation amongst the wrestlers. Obviously, again, they're individual, independent contractors. They're not employees, uh, which, of course, strips them of many, many rights that actual employees get. They don't have the right to bargain, collective bargaining. There's no wrestling union. They get treated like dogs. They get no health care. Uh, we've talked about this extensively on shows past. Wrestlers work extremely hard for very little protection when it comes to the danger of their job. I'm looking at this list, and I've got to assume that there was a mutiny in the locker room, and these wrestlers just straight up said, screw it. And we saw someone like Roman Reigns, who has enough clout, who has enough cash, who has enough um, cachet with the WWE. He's been the face of the company for multiple years now. He didn't have to wrestle at WrestleMania. Vince gave him a pass. But you know for a fact, you're Luke Gallows. You're EC3 just trying to break through, and you never were even allowed to really break through, despite the fact they gave him a push. You're Eric Rowan. You're one of these middle card dudes. Eric Rowan, I would say, is more established than EC3 in WWE proper, what the hell are you going to do? As soon as you say you don't want to wrestle, you're gone. Because DeSantis, it's really, they really are getting totally screwed yeah, here. Yeah, no, it's, um, it is easily a very dark day for wrestling. Like, I genuinely, my heart is broken for uh, my my friends that work there, everyone that's been let go, everyone that's been cut. And the, the, the worst part of all of this is that 
to it's Wednesday. We're recording this on a Wednesday. Uh, NXT is on as we speak. Uh, the NXT roster cuts are supposed to come after tonight's show. Okay. So there's going to be another round of these, and and I'm assuming there's going to be another like a, a like another round this week. So like it's just and it's essentially everyone that's just taken up space in the roster. It's everyone. It's all of the loose ends. It's all of the people that haven't been on television. It's all the people that have have the middle card guys uh, that have just been busting their ass to try to get a little time mm-hmm. on air. And that's what fucking sucks. Like, it just sucks. So then you just have the big names. You know, you've got your Daniel Bryant, Seth Rollins, and so on and so forth. I am just wondering when they say no. I mean, it's only, I mean, especially the fallout of what's happening. Like, there could easily be, exactly. like, there could easily be a, a banding together of people that's like, no, fuck this. But then again, everyone on this roster, aside from Rusev and Kurt Angle, aren't really big enough to pull people together. So, I, like, I don't, it's just, a, it just sucks. Everyone, yeah. Out of the list right now, and we have a long list, I'm not going to read everyone, I would say uh, Anderson and Gallows, Kurt Hawkins, uh, oh, Eric Rowan and Rusev, maybe no, no way Jose and Zack Ryder are the most seen of these uh, folks you're like primo you don't really see epico you don't really see um leo rush you don't really see ec3 you haven't seen so you're right it is people mostly aiden english i who i actually i love aiden english i think he's a great heel but he hasn't really been presented that much in the wwe so they are unloading some people but without middle card without mid card wrestlers how the hell are they going to fit how are they, they going to fill three hours on a Monday night? They're going to have to do a lot. They're going to do a 25th anniversary of Triple H uh, for an hour in the middle of the show. Yes. Um, I, like, I don't know. I, I just don't. This is, this is, ban- it's just bananas right now. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, you know, it is one of those things, as we saw with WrestleMania. We saw some of the most amazing matches, the two matches, and we talked about it extensively. Uh, obviously, The Fiend versus John Cena, and then we saw Taker versus AJ. Graveyard match, Boneyard match, whatever you want to call it. And then, of course, Cena, The Fiend in the Funhouse match. WWE does have a chance here, an opportunity, to put on more matches like that. As a matter of fact, one of the matches that I've heard being entertained, and I think they could do this and stay in line with just rational protections when it comes to what's going on with coronavirus. But the way that they shot the Boneyard match, 
If the WWE wants to go down that road, Taker versus Sting could actually happen. We could get these dream matches that we've always wanted to see, but we just couldn't because, quite frankly, the WWE didn't give Sting enough push when he first got there because he was such a face of WCW, and I think Vince allowed his ego, as he often does, to punish Sting a little bit for being such a company man for WCW, because quite frankly, I think Sting should have held a belt like immediately. He's one of the greatest (laughs) wrestlers of all time. But they could do something like Taker versus Sting. But are they even talking about doing more matches like that? Or do they just want to keep it what it is right now, steady cam, uh, you know, and just sort of do the no crowd the no crowd stuff. I I feel like they're missing out on an opportunity to do some of the matches that we would really love and fiend over, for lack of a better term, such as Taker versus Sting, if they do it in the same way that they did AJ versus Taker in the Boneyard. I think that that is, I think that, I think your take is, is the, makes sense, like it makes sense, because everyone at WWE right now, including all of the producers, all of the writers, they furloughed a bunch of the producers today as well. Um, So like, Everyone there is in survival mode. Right. So I think whatever, including obviously the WWE is also in survival mode. So I think whatever is going to keep them on the air uh, and keep minimal ratings coming in, ratings at all. I don't think anyone really cares about a number right now because there's going to be an asterisk around it anyway. Yes. Um, It's I just it's just I think I think there is an opportunity to get more of these legacy matches. I completely agree, and I think that would be a perfect way for them to sort of band-aid this time frame right now, this time period right now. I have no problem with the 25 years of Triple H celebration. As a matter of fact, I'm quite excited to watch it because that man's career has been unbelievable. But if we are going to put wrestlers out there and have them risk their lives in more ways than one and crew and staff, um, just everyone that's involved, Mm -hmm. the drivers, everyone that's involved, I think we just need to do something um, much less with much less uh, need for everyday run of the mill workers at the WWE. If you do something like a contained shoot like we saw with Taker AJ or even the Fiend Cena, I think you can have a limited amount of people on set and it can be done in a much more professional manner because the WWE has admitted that a few of their wrestlers actually got diagnosed with COVID-19. This is according to Dave Meltzer. He noted this on Wrestling Observer Radio. Uh, He says uh, it actually happened on March 26th. It would have been the second day of WrestleMania tapings. Meltzer goes on. He says, in theory, it happened after the tapings, so nobody got infected. Supposedly, it's somebody on the broadcast team. So that is the deal. So it's not as if... Uh, the virus hasn't hit close to home. And I think when people hear about that, they get even more upset with what happened with Governor DeSantis, what happened with the decision of Vince to go forward when he knows for a fact that he is putting his employees at risk. And again, as a selfish consumer, I feel like they can find a way around putting their camera people at risk by doing things a little bit more cinematically. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was all I I was on board for pre-taping. I loved like let's just fucking pre-tape. Like AEW is pre-taped, and it right. feels like there's they they figured it out. 
uh, let's just roll with, let's just do that and roll with it and then reassess in a month. And then if you need to bank more shows, pick a couple days, bank more shows. But like the fact that they're do, they're going, the performance center is open. They are, there are people in there running around working as we right. speak. Um, that like that to me is just so crazy because it'd be one thing if I trusted the company to take care of their people, but as, sure. <laughs> as history shows, they don't care about their people. <laughs> like they, you're, you're a dollar sign. You're a t-shirt sale. So like, what are, what are we doing? What are we doing? No way. Jose, of course, posted a picture of himself on the way to raw. He was traveling on a bus, uh, or on a subway rather, uh, you know, fully, fully covered in the mask. And I'm not exactly sure if that was something that he wanted to do or felt pressure to do, but nonetheless, his loyalty was not respected anyway, because his contract is now null and void. This is what Meltzer had to say about how AEW is handling this and AEW sort of finding a way to kind of skirt the controversy, uh, the controversy that the WWE has found themselves in, because of course now they're weighing into extremely toxic and partisan political waters, but when it comes to AEW, uh, what they did do was most of the managers for the professional wrestlers have stayed home. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one thing, and this is according to Meltzer, he says, the one thing that I know with AEW is that Tony Khan backstage is that Tony Khan is backstage and nobody else, and he points to when Edge and Orton, uh, Randy Orton, of course, had their brawl. He says, when Edge and Orton were brawling, Uh, When they went backstage, we saw several people. They are trying to do their best they can, but I am absolutely stunned after there is a positive that they are running a weekly. Uh, Then you've got certain guys like Daniel Bryan, uh, who is one that really hits me because we know his wife. uh, We know we know his wife's thought on the situation. Evidently, Brie Bella is uh, not very happy that Daniel Bryan is performing through the quarantine. You can watch them on Total Bellas. Isn't that exciting? They're also pregnant. Well, Daniel Bryan isn't, but she def- she definitely is. Uh, if he if he's pregnant, he has not been taking care of that baby very well because he's been bumping around, and that ain't and that ain't right. So Vince and AEW, it does show you how different companies are handling something that is outside of their control in many ways. But one of the things they can control: how many people should be in the building. And how often should those people be in the building? And are they necessary to have a product? So I guess that really is the big question uh, for the WWE. And we're already halfway through April here. You know, there's a lot of speculation that says we'll have this, you know, for example, in California, it's May 15th, I believe, is now the, uh, Mm -hmm. the new sort of deadline where things can begin to open. I'm assuming it's going to be pushed to June 1st. I'm That's kind of what I'm thinking is June 1st, yeah. um, just to sort of not get my hopes up. Let's say it is June 1st. It's still a month. It's only a month and a half. Yeah. If you're if you're the WWE, I feel like this is this PR is going th- this PR that they're getting right now is so bad. It's it might so last even bad. more than the month and a half. It's so it just because now the veil has been lifted on um, the how Vince handles problems, where he just throws money at them uh, until he doesn't have it. And I think there was a lot of, I think there's also a lot of things to raise questions about. Well, if you canceled the XFL, why, why is it, why is your your baby company uh, right. taking such a hit? It, like, why are these things happen so quickly and close together? 
Um, I think that that is a valid question to ask because they were, you know, Vince came out in the very beginning of all this and said, like, this has nothing to do with WWE. Finances are completely separate. It's a totally different company. Um, right. And now you pull the plug on XFL and and within minutes you're laying off a uh, recognizable roster that take up cap space. I'm sure. I know that. At, I know oh, that. Absolutely. Uh, I know. I think it, it was earlier in the year, maybe the end of last year, that Rusev was negotiating contracts. So I don't know if they ever locked anything. Maybe that's why he's not on TV. I have no confirmation one way or the other. Um, I know that now things have things have really taken a change with him so good on him hopefully he escaped with minimal damage uh like contract wise um it's just oh there's just so many questions to ask do you think that this is do you think what do you because obviously um ratings have been down about 30 percent across the board for professional wrestling interestingly enough the coronavirus um, pandemic has it has caused a more significant decrease. But ever since SmackDown went to Fox on Fridays, WWE has sort of been hemorrhaging viewers. And, uh, you know, the Friday time slot that, that SmackDown has, ironically, people might think, oh, that's a must be a must. That must be a huge time slot to get. But in reality, it's not that great of a time slot for the networks. Yeah. They're like anything to get anybody because most Fridays folks are out partying. Yeah, Fridays yeah. are kind of throwaway days, despite the fact, you know, you got a weekend coming up. You might think, oh, that must be a big night for TV. No, that's when folks go out. Um, but despite the fact that people are staying in, we're still seeing the reduction mm-hmm. of viewers, even at a larger rate than it was. And I am just wondering if you're Vince getting rid of the fat of the XFL. I am just wondering where his head is at right now when it comes to how the fans are going to react when this does end up coming back. You know, yeah. are the fans going to the fans that are now accustomed to not going to events, the fans that are almost becoming accustomed to this reality that they're not going to they're not really needed. I just wonder what's going to be the long term effects of them even continuing. To me, it just seems like Vince made it so much more difficult. They got rid of any sympathy they could have gotten. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I any anything that somebody could have been like. Hey, they seem to they seem to have their shit together. And if I'm going to a live show, uh, whenever they start doing live shows again, I think one of the questions that everyone's going to ask is like, can I trust this company that they've fucking followed the rules? And like, absolutely not is the answer with WWE. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I, I, you know, with being a company brand, which is at the end of the day, what professional wrestling is. Trust is a huge thing, and the idea of like family safety is massive, and it's sort of part of their. It has been part of their sort of dialogue for a long time. You know, Absolutely. don't try this at home. All that stuff. Like these are trained professionals. All of that stuff. All of that goodwill that's been built up over the years, because of all the horrible stories that we've heard. And again, Dark Side of the Ring, a great, really fascinating docu series on Vice. All of that goodwill that's been built built up, all of the John Cena character work mm-hmm. uh, that has been you know built up to show this as a family safe company, this really does go against all of that. And I am wondering what's it going to look like once it can finally open up again. Will people feel safe, or did WWE just guarantee themselves more half filled stadiums, half filled arenas for the foreseeable future? Because folks are going to take it into heart that they can't. They don't. They can't trust because these these 
Workers have not been quarantined uh, for the long enough period. Mm -hmm. And you know how people are. I mean, I I understand people's health is very serious. And next thing you know, you have, you know, quarter filled stadiums for the foreseeable future, as opposed to just pulling the plug for a month and a half saying, hey, we're cleaning up and we will be back bigger and better than ever. I, I, I just, yeah, I'm with you. I feel like they kind of dropped the ball and they could have done all of these things, like what they're doing right now with the Triple H with the hour long doc. They yeah. could have done those types of things throughout this month and a half. Yeah. Sports Center, for example, is doing a great job of highlighting passports. I'm watching some of these uh, games as if they're new again. Derek Fisher's on in the living room right now. <laughs> exactly. The Lakers are going to win it all again this year. Fisher's amazing. Kobe's a goat. He doesn't need Shaq. Um, and so that's, I guess that's one of the interesting conversations happening right now in the world of pro wrestling. As AEW seems to be coming out more unscathed, WWE, they're, they're taking a hit basically from a content perspective, from a fan perspective, and now from a political perspective, yeah. they really look like they don't give a shit. Yeah, and I mean, and I guess the the other side of this coin is through the, all this, you know, current events, a lot of people have been laid off. I've uh, my show was canceled. Uh, my husband's show may or may not be canceled. Like there are right. there like everyone's feeling the effects of this. Um, I think the approach of how this was done and the lack of clearly giving a shit. Um, for the performers, for uh, the people, not only you're laying off people, but you're still making the rest of them come to work. And like right. they say, that, like, well, they can come if they choose, if they choose to come to work. Which, like, if you if you work for the WWE and the WWE says if you choose to come to work, that means right. if you don't come to work, someone else is getting your spot. Yeah, like that. It just. The way this has been handled is absolutely atrocious. Katie, do you have any insight on what's going on with the indies right now? Because obviously bar wrestling's done. Bar there wrestling's, ain't no bars. Yeah, there's no bars. Um, I think everyone's trying to figure Anything it out. Anything with PWG? Are, are, the, are there any indie shows that you have heard about? Because I haven't heard about anything in New York. We had some Lucha shows that were all canceled that I was going to go to. But I haven't heard anything. Um, as far as indies, do you see any indie wrestling happening right now? Anywhere? Uh, I don't. I know that all the indie wrestlers are at home, uh, restless. All the ones that I know, anyway, are restlessly at home. Um, yes. And I know that there. I know that Impact has had tapings. Um, yes. They had. I think they Ring had. Ring of Honor has had tapings. Yeah, they've had like the smaller companies with, with contracts, television contracts, have had tapings. Um, nothing as egregious as what WWE is doing and going live. Most of them have just been banked. But as far as like independent, independent, like live shows from everything that I know, uh, everyone's just waiting for the word to reopen. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from sling the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I just don't fully understand why they couldn't have just banked a series of episodes. What would it be? It would be six Raws and six Smackdowns. They could do that within the week. I don't understand why they didn't have the foresight to figure out. Unless they had this plan for the longest time and be like, oh, yeah, DeSantis is there. We got a, got 18 million bucks uh, to say we'll stay open. We got people. We got people and they got they do right. have people in the right places right now for however long that lasts. Um, I, well, there was an asterisk in some of this saying the, the according to insiders in WWE familiar with the television commitments that um, WWE is allowed X amount of recorded shows a year. Um, oh. However, there is like an obvious follow-up to that of like, yeah, but nowhere in any of these contracts did it say, except for during a pandemic. Like, right, right. There could have, like, I'm waiting for, I'm kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. I just don't know if wrestling um, hits hard enough on people's radars right now that they give a shit. Um, to really make this like an issue. Because you could easily go to the networks and say, right. okay, USA, um, okay, t- you know, uh, Fox, are you are you making them do this? And they could say, right. like, what? No. And like so far, no one's responded to any of the reporters' questions. Like Meltzer's been out to networks and so far no one's gotten back to Meltzer. Do you think that it is just under the radar enough? How much public pressure? I mean, I'm not sure what it would take. It seems to be advertisers would have to stop dropping out. Uh, These networks would have to see a real blowback for allowing the shows to go on. Yeah. But I I just don't know if that's going to happen. It's just a small percentage of people that are kind of aware of the problem um, and the loud people on Twitter that get a couple retweets. Um, But beyond that, it hasn't. I mean, it it the when uh, WWE was deemed essential in Orlando, uh, Orange County. Uh, it blipped on like the mainstream media for like right. two minutes. Like it was like Anderson Cooper did a bit for literally two and a half minutes with no details, no interviews, no like digging. Um, but once you kind of understand the like the scope of the story, it's just like what are what is going on? Yeah, absolutely. Of course, Anderson got that Vanderbilt money. Um, so, you know, right. he's doing just fine. He'll be fine. He's doing. I do like to see all the celebrity homes. Well, anyway, so we'll keep you abreast on what's going on with uh, the WWE. Looks like it'll be going not full steam because obviously the roster ain't full anymore, um, but they are going to continue for the foreseeable future. We'll see if this blowback ends up hurting them. Their stock has gone way down, and again, their viewership has gone way down. Uh, AEW doesn't seem to be quite as uh, damaged, although AEW, again, much, much smaller, um, much less under the radar. But uh, let's talk a little bit about the sport of professional wrestling. Just one story here that I think is actually super cool, Mm -hmm. and that involves Ronda Rousey. Rowdy, Ronda Rousey. She has been making some news lately, criticizing the fans of the WWE, saying that they don't appreciate her. They were mean to her, and that's why she's never going to wrestle again. But I believe that this is like some primo kayfabe, and I think that they are setting up Ronda versus Baszler. But what do you think, Katie? 
Um, I don't. Well, I don't think they're setting. I do, I don't know if they're setting up Ronda versus Baszler. I do wonder if they're kind of prepping the um, the stables to return. Um, to prepping the um, the Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, and Bailey were the four horsewomen of NXT. Yep. Now you have all the MMA fighters. Was obviously missing Ronda Rousey, so I, I wonder if that's where they're going, which would be cool. That'd be fun. But I do think it's funny that everyone's getting mad about Ronda Rousey. <laughs> I think she's doing a great job. I really I mean, that's do. That's her bit. That's her character. She's like, yeah, tough guy. Calls calls wrestling fake. Whatever. Do you think that four MMA fighters, former MMA fighters turned pro wrestlers, could carry just themselves? I mean, Ronda's mic skills have much improved. She, uh, we saw that from yes. like second one because she was so green when she came out, oh, boy. and everyone was a little bit concerned. We were yeah. like, "All right, it's cool. She's here. Good for the women's division." But damn, she needs some work. She got. She did good. She she improved. You could see her improving. If Ronda though is the best mic skill folk person you have on your squad, how long can that really be compelling to the audience? I mean. Because if you're going against Becky and Charlotte and like all of these I like mean, serious Mike goats, what is going to? I I just wonder if like four MMA fighters. I just don't know what the longevity is for characters like that. I can see. I I like the idea of like MMA fighters going and wrestling each other, not like what we saw with Flasquez and uh, Lesnar. That like sucked in Saudi Arabia when they yeah. had a fake fight. It so, has to be wrestling. Yeah, it has to be wrestling. I just wonder what they can do with with Ronda because that's what I'm thinking is happening. I feel like the next big pay-per-view, what's the next biggest one is Royal Rumble, right? Uh, it's supposed to be money in the bank. I think the next big WWE pay-per-view, well, let's say it's SummerSlam. Okay. Um, what, what month is SummerSlam? Do we know that yet? Well, I mean, do, do we? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Money in the Bank supposed to be May 10th. Okay. Um, That'll be a no crowd event. SummerSlam scheduled for August 23rd. August 23rd. Let's say that by August 23rd, crowds are allowed again. I feel like what's going on right now is Ronda might be the big, like, she's going to be a part of the next big, like, event Mm -hmm. in WWE. And I would assume that would be SummerSlam when they can actually get a crowd again. And, you know, if it can elevate SummerSlam a little bit, I'm totally down with that. I always feel like that's sort of one of the forgotten pay-per-views that was an old-school staple. For sure. That just sort of, like, goes under the radar. Now, that and Survivor Series, because they make them wear those corny-ass T-shirts. And I'm like, let them dress in their outfits. For sure. I Yeah, I think so. Like, I mean, I, I, I have no... I mean, I have no idea what this will look like, but I think SummerSlam... SummerSlam was always one of my favorites because it felt like it's a party show. It felt it always felt like a party show. Like yes, there were title changes, but like this is the fun WrestleMania. This is like WrestleMania light where everyone's here for a party. Yes. Uh, and it's outside and it's summer and it's warm and everybody's having a good time and there's no real problems. It's it's not a 7-hour show. It's like the perfect show. It really is. And so I would not be surprised if Ronda Rousey comes back, hopefully gets a bunch of heel heat which is what she's trying to do now. This is a quote. Uh, this is what she said in an interview with Steve-O from Jackass. Steve-O! Love Steve-O. Stay healthy, Steve-O. Be safe. That man has stapled so many things to his testicles. He has. I'd put a ring on it. Um, he, I love those Jackass dudes were very funny back in the day. 
Yeah, they are cool. Um, Ronda Rousey said on Steve O's show, Wild Ride, she said, what, uh, what am I doing it for regarding the WWE? What am I doing it for if I'm not being able to spend my time and energy on my family, but instead spending my time and my energy on a bunch of fucking ungrateful fans that don't even appreciate me? So that is what she said. Uh, She goes on to say, I wasn't even home when I was home, Rousey said of a schedule that required her to be on the road for 200 days a year. First of all, she was not on the road for 200 (laughs) days a year. Shut up. (laughs) Well, she goes on to say, I was basically just trying to recover enough to be able to get to the next stint of being gone but 200 days a year sounds like a lot but to be fair a lot of wrestlers are on the road 300 easily if not more yeah easily i mean the job is a it's a travel job you're on you're on planes and you're rarely at home you fly out two days or day before your show or sometimes the day of your show and you fly home and i guess to sort of put that in in uh perspective going back to sort of what we started with here should it even be happening right now Perhaps in the mind of the WWE, just having the events take place at the Performance Center, having it happen in one location, maybe that is something that they have considered to be safe enough, not having so much travel and things like that. I'm just saying maybe that is one of their, you know, rationales when it comes to going forward and uh, and really making all the staff show up to work, even though most people um don't have no, to no, right they're now vo- they're voluntarily coming into work oh yeah that's right <laughs> i forgot i forgot um yeah yeah i mean i think it would, like i love i love ronda rousey i think she's great i think she's a great i think she's turned into a really fantastic wrestler i love that she um memorizes every single word of the script that paul Heyman has written for her uh, yeah, and I, I'm here for it. Like I, I, I love a good. I love that she pisses so many people off um, sure. by saying all of the things that are like already kind of true. Like she's not saying anything yet. The fans are ungrateful. We, we oh, as course. wrestling fans are very ungrateful. Uh, she's not wrong. I take that. I take that blame upon myself as well, of course. And just wait until Drew McIntyre has the belt for six months, and everyone's like, uh, "Drew, boo, Drew!" Totally. Um, it's gonna happen. Everyone knows it's, it's gonna it's, happen. So at least they're consistent. It's going to happen. Um, everyone has their moment until they don't. Um, so I think that I, I, so I, I think she, what I think her bit is great, and she was doing this before when she was in the when she was actively in the women's division. She was she played this kind of shoot heel character where she's kind of calling everybody out for their bullshit and like I could beat Becky's ass. It's not even a real arm bar. Blah blah. She's like, well, it's not wrong. She's not lying. Uh, but she's no, definitely, definitely leaning into a character, and I think it's great. Keep it up. Keep it going. We need something else to talk about other than this garbage. <laughs> and that is the thing. With social media, They could you can continue to amplify these feuds without having physical contact. Yes. You know, that's the other thing that, Vince, it's kind of an easier time than ever. It's the only time, really, ever that you can... They could still do something. They could create a product that doesn't require uh, people going in and risking their safety because, of course, we want this shit to be done as fast as possible. Yeah. That's all it is. I'm not even like, I'm not even some bleeding heart over here. It's just like, I just want this shit to be done. So then no one just, we have to be done with it. And, you know, uh, prolonging it, this, this really could just prolong it. 
And uh, and that, I think, is what has some people frustrated. And then, of course, from a consumer perspective, I'm not going to lie, it is it is hard because I want to watch wrestling. I want to see them smack each other. Yeah. But then we also have to think about the greater good and the grips and the, the people doing sound and, you know, just all the other folks involved. And we want them to be camera. safe. <laughs> no. And, of course, we care about the people on camera as well. So. I, I I totally understand the wrestling universe is currently this this is a big scandal for them. Uh, this reminds me not quite of like the steroid scandal or anything like this, but this is this is another one, another situation where Vince is going to have to take that toupee off his head. I don't believe it is a toupee, but he's going to have to he's going to have to try to suffocate, uh, cut the oxygen off to more of the uh, flames of anger. Uh, when it yeah. comes to uh, the WWE's decision, he's been doing this for a long time. But you do you do wonder, you know, when do uh, when when does Triple H roll in with Stephanie and um, and take his seat away? Because I'd love to know Triple H's thoughts. He hasn't said anything. Well, there. I mean, I, it's it's just so it's just so shocking. Well, I mean, I think else it's also we're not even really getting into the political realm of it, but it's also just such a, such an affront. Yeah. To the American political process. I mean, we know this. We know this is how it works. It's just whenever you see it, you're like, oh, that's right. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah. Like, oh. Pay to play. 100% pay to play. It's just, yeah, that's, it's, it, he, it, they're going to, they'll get away with it because they always do. That's the other thing of it is like, yeah. they're not big enough. They've flown under the radar for decades. Um, everyone always is like, oh, it's just wrestling. It's just wrestling. And then you're like, well, it's actually like athletes. These are, these are professional athletes that we're, talking about it's crazy right crazy yeah and it does show you the the, the need for a union it shows you just the, they they i wish they had more power um because no 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 employee should be forced to have to go through that just go through the question of like i don't do i lose my job or go into work and risk you know becoming yeah. extremely ill or infecting somebody else or you know the whole nine and again, we're 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 seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. We're, we're inching there. We're getting closer to this being done. We are. The coasts have done a very good job. We're almost there. We're almost. We're getting there. Uh, but if and of course, you know, the Florida being the home of the performance center, we're going to see a lot of casualties My in people. Florida just with the age of the population. So there's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of people. And there's a lot of folks who are just wondering if this is, uh, you know, really the best idea. Amanda, um, uh, I think the consensus overall is that it's not an essential business. If WWE is an it's essential business, that, that, everything is an essential that business. It's been deemed an essential. It's and, laughable. Uh, like, come it's just on. So no, you're not. It's just so. It's just so. Uh, and this is two fans talking uh, because it is. But you know, you got if you can, you can watch all the old wrestling. There's so much wrestling. And that's to watch. that's the crazy part is like it's not like it's not like WWE doesn't have a library of content to fill some of these time slots. Now I understand that if they have a commitment for only two live show or only two pre-recorded shows a year. Um, fine, but that's not our problem. Like that's not the performer's problem. That's a company negotiation with a network that has nothing to do with the athletes. Like, don't take it out on them because right. you have to. You absolutely yep. have to, uh, you know, fill out your contract. Like, stop that, that. Blaming it on the networks is just it's a, it's yeah. a cop out because every executive right now is trying to figure out 
how to make it yeah. work. Well, I'm just receiving word. Rusev is now employed at Whole Foods. Aww. So that's nice. He's on the front lines. Oh, boy. A whole different kind of front lines. Um, all right, everyone. Well, that's the biggest wrestling news of the week. It's sort of anti-wrestling news, I guess. It's chaos. chaos. Everything's on fire. Chaos reigns. Uh, so we will keep you up to date on what's going on, and we will continue to talk about the storylines and things like that. Um, who I, I'm guessing that this is just the way it is. Uh, it is a it, for pro wrestling. WWE will be around here for the next foreseeable weeks, and um, it uh, we will see how it works. I fingers crossed that's everything works out scenario. okay and no one gets sick. Yeah, of that's, course, that's the hope for all of this. That's the hope. Um, but all right, everyone, thank you all so much for listening. You can support the show. Just tweet about it and be like, "We well, like the show," because that's always very nice. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Thank you all so much for listening. Hail yourselves. All right. Katie, you got anything? Stay safe. Stay healthy. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry I was so angry today. I'm fired up. I was fired up today. Ugh. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.